Imagine a night in 1995 in New Delhi, where the flickering flames of a tandoor, normally used for cooking meals, concealed a sinister secret. Suddenly, a woman's scream pierces the air. Hearing this, a police constable decides to investigate the source of the smoke. This discovery that night would send shockwaves through the capital the next morning. A body was being incinerated in the tandoor of a restaurant. Today, let's delve into the Tandoor murder case. On July 2nd, 1995, at 11 p.m., the quiet darkness of Ashoka Road in New Delhi was broken only by a few stray dogs roaming around. Constable Abdul Nazir Kunju, working the night shift from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. at the Connaught Place Police Station, started his duty 10 minutes early and met his partner for the night, home guard Chandra Pal. As Kunju and Chandrapal patrolled Ashoka Road, they noticed smoke near the Hotel Ashok Yatri Niwas at 11.15 p.m. The security guard of the hotel explained it was just old election posters burning. Reassured, Kunju advised them to be cautious and continue their patrol. However, shortly after leaving, they heard a woman scream fire and saw a large blaze in the restaurant. Kunju hurried to a nearby closed telephone booth to call the police and fire brigade. Finding it unusable, he ran across to Western Core to use his wireless. Upon returning, he noticed an unusual smell and saw the flames had grown. After scaling the hotel wall, Kunju spotted two men fanning a large fire over the Bagia restaurant's tandoor with paper and wood. Approaching, he recognized them, the restaurant's manager, Kishav Kumar, and a man named Sushil Sharma. Alarmed by the smell and a disturbing sight in the fire, Kunju cautiously moved closer and discovered a human torso protruding from the tandoor. He and Chandra Paul doused the flames with buckets of water, revealing a badly burned body with melted skin on the lower part. Police arrested the restaurant manager, but Sharma managed to flee. Shortly after the grim discovery in the Tandoor, a large-scale search began for Naina Sunny's husband, Sushil Sharma. He was the prime suspect and a former leader in the Delhi Youth Congress. High-ranking police officers, including ACP Ashok Kumar, quickly gathered at the crime scene. The news the next day shocked the entire city. Naina Shani's body had been found burning in a restaurant's tandoor. The tragic question arose, how did the beautiful 29-year-old Naina Sani end up killed and burned in a tandoor? Events on July 2nd, 1995 provided some clues. Around 7 p.m., Naina phoned Jagdish Tanisha at the video library in the neighborhood for two videotapes, and then contacted Medloop Karim, her ex-lover, to check on her Australian visa arrangements. Medloop assured her he would handle it. Naina was preparing to relocate to Australia to start a new life, but her husband was not included in these plans. 
Sushil Sharma, Naina's unofficial partner, returned home around 8.15 p.m. Noticing Naina had just ended a call, he suspected who she had spoken to. Naina, sipping an unusual Bloody Mary made with tomato soup, offered Sushil a drink. Their conversation was initially brief. Nina later confronted Sushil about rumors of his affair with a businessman's divorced wife, Ila. Despite Sushil's angry denial, Nina felt he wasn't truthful. Sushil had also been doubting Nina's fidelity and was also stressed by recent political troubles. His anger intensified due to his belief that Nina was reconnecting with an ex-lover, compounded by a previous altercation where she had confronted him physically. As their relationship deteriorated, Sushil maintained surveillance on Nina. He perceived signs of her betrayal, whether they were real or imagined, in many aspects of their life together. At 8.30 p.m., Pradeep Sharma, the video shop attendant, arrived and delivered two tapes. He saw both Nina and Sushil in the house, but didn't notice anything unusual. After Pradeep left, Sushil redialed the last number on the phone, recognizing Madhub Karim's voice. This discovery infuriated him, and he confronted Nina about her relationship with Madhub in their bedroom. He questioned why she hadn't ended things with him, expressing his concerns about their connection. Nina responded firmly, stating her plans to move to Australia for independence and start her export business. Sushil sarcastically asked who would help her, knowing she would be going with her ex-lover. The tension escalated as Sushil glared at her, his jaws clenched. In silence, Sushil took his gun from a drawer, checked it, and loaded with four bullets. He then fired three shots at close range. One hit Nina's neck, the second, her head, and the third missed, striking the plywood near the air conditioner. Nina fell, bleeding profusely, and died almost instantly. Realizing what he had done, Sushil acted quickly to cover up his crime. He wrapped Nina's body in the bedsheet she fell on, noticing blood seeping through. To conceal it further, he used a plastic cover from the dining table. He then carried her body from their second-floor flat to his car parked at Gold Market, reversing his car to the stairs for ease. After moving the body, he went back upstairs to change his blood-stained clothes. Jagdev Singh, a neighbor, noticed Sushil loading something into his car, but didn't suspect anything. Amba Das, a patrolling head constable, also saw Sushil driving away, but didn't find it suspicious at the time. Sushil, with Nina's body in his car, drove from Mandir Mark to Kalibari and Goldakana then down Ashoka Road to Firoz Shah Road, intending to dump her body in the Yamuna River. However, he encountered unexpected traffic on the bridge, even at that late hour, and realized the risk of getting caught was too high. In a moment of desperation, Sushil thought of the tandoor at the Bagia restaurant. He approached Keshav, the manager of Bagia Barbecue, and confessed to making a grave mistake. When Kashaf saw the contents of Sushil's car, he was shocked and sickened, but his loyalty to Sushil compelled him to comply with his orders. Sushil instructed Kishav to close the restaurant and send the staff away, planning to burn the body in the tandoor. After the restaurant was emptied, Kishav laid out a black plastic sheet, 
and then moved the body from the car trunk to the kitchen near the tent door. Kajov's clothes became bloodstained during the process. By around 10.50 p.m., they had set up a makeshift pyre using wooden planks from the restaurant's chairs. Sushil, in desperation to dispose of the body, cut off her limbs and arms to fit into the tandoor. As they ran out of ghee, Kajal fetched 500 grams of butter and they added paper to fuel the fire. The high flames and smoke from their pyre attracted attention. A narrow divi of vegetable vendor and Constable Kunju, who was on patrol, noticed the unusual activity. By the time the police arrived, Sushil had already fled, but Kejav was there and immediately confessed to what had happened. This led to a widespread manhunt for Sushil Sharma. In a reflective interview, Constable Kunju recalled the harrowing scene. I felt my hair stand on end. We found a human body in the embers. It appeared to be a woman with her legs from the foot side partially burned. Her intestines were spilling out. Madlub Karim, Nina's former lover and a Youth Congress activist, was the first to identify her body, recognizing her by the structure of her nose and her hairstyle. The initial autopsy indicated that Nina had died from burn injuries and excessive bleeding, possibly while she was unconscious. Alcohol was found in her stomach. However, a second autopsy revealed critical new evidence two gunshot wounds, one in the skull and another in the neck. This revelation was further supported by the discovery of a 32 shell in the couple's gold market flat. Sushil's licensed revolver was subsequently seized for ballistic testing to determine if it was the weapon used in the murder. Nine days after the incident, Sushil Sharma surrendered in Bangalore, noticeably with a shaved head. He denied any knowledge of the murder, claiming it left Delhi for a pilgrimage arranged by Naina, starting with taxi rides to Ajmer and Jaipur. However, he was unable to remember the name of the temple he allegedly visited in Ajmer, citing the visit occurred at night. He then claimed to have flown from Jaipur to Bombay, and then to Madras, even providing a ticket as evidence. However, a confession from the restaurant manager contradicted Sushil's claim. A senior police officer stated he clearly told us that Sushil indeed killed his wife. Sushil didn't back up. He attributed the situation to a political conspiracy, even naming two individuals. A young central minister and an older ex-minister who had recently lost his position. But police officers expressed skepticism, suspecting that Sushil might be fabricating stories to confuse the investigation. The police were trying to ascertain whether Sushil committed the crime in a fit of rage after learning Nina wanted to leave him for Australia, or whether the crime was part of a larger political conspiracy, as Sushil had alleged. They also sought to determine whether the dismemberment was deliberate or caused by the intense flames of the Tandoor. Sushil Sharma, born into a lower middle-class family with his father working as a bank clerk, was always destined for politics. Despite his humble beginnings, Sushil was ambitious from his college days, actively engaging in politics and earning a reputation for his bold and aggressive leadership. 
He was even nicknamed Chakumar, which means knife slasher, for tearing down rival student leaders' posters on campus. His intense demeanor extended to carrying a licensed 32 revolver. Eventually, Sushil rose to become the chief of the Delhi Pradesh Youth Congress. Sushil met Naina Sani around 1989. Naina, sharing a similar background, compensated for her lack of wealth and status with her ambition and dreams. Despite her achievements, graduating from university, obtaining a pilot's license, holding a position in the Congress party, and running a successful boutique, her romantic relationships had left her disillusioned. Naina Sani fell in love with Matub Karim, but their relationship faced opposition from her family due to religious differences, leading to their separation. During this time, Sushil Sharma persistently pursued Naina. On the rebound, Nina was drawn to Sushil's dynamic, confident, and street-smart personality, and they eventually married at Delhi's Birla Mandir in 1993, two years before the murder. However, Sushil insisted on keeping their marriage secret, telling friends he would only acknowledge it once he achieved certain goals. Their neighbors in Pitampura were unaware of Sushil's marital status. According to Karim, Naina often confided in him about the distress she faced with Sushil. She described incidents where Sushil, sometimes intoxicated, physically abused and confined her in their rented gold market flat. In one instance, Sushil even pointed his gun at her and fired it to intimidate her. Manindirjit Singh Bita, then president of the Youth Congress and Sushil's rival, mentioned in an interview that Sushil was known for recruiting women as office bearers. Karim added that Sushil was always ready to do favors for women. There were rumors that Ila, a woman linked to Sushil, might be the mother of his child, which led Naina to realize the hopelessness of her hidden marriage. The police believe the murder occurred in the couple's gold market flat, with Sushil later moving the body to the tandoor. Evidence against Sushil included blood spots on the co-accused Kijov's clothes, various items discovered at the crime scene, and traces of blood and hair in Sushil's car. In their flat, the police found a blood-stained cloth, carpet, hair with blood, a bullet lead, empty cartridge cases, and blood-soaked men's underwear, along with documents related to Bagia barbecue and a plywood piece with a bullet hole. A torn letter found in their flat revealed Nina's frustrations with Sushil, suggesting possible sexual issues contributing to their marital problems. Delhi Police Commissioner Nikhil Kumar indicated that while the motive for the murder was not fully established, the police had gathered sufficient evidence to implicate Sushil in the murder. On July 27, 1995, the police filed a charge sheet in the case. Sushil continuously claimed he was being framed as part of a political conspiracy and expressed fears for his life. During his custody, a magistrate in Delhi ordered that his lawyer be present during interrogations. Despite the gravity of the accusations, Sushil displayed confidence, and outside the court in Delhi, he told the press, I have done nothing to repent, even appealing to senior police officers to help him out of his predicament. On November 7, 1996, Sushil Sharma was sentenced to death, while Keshav Kumar received a seven-year imprisonment sentence. The judge stated in his judgment, by burning the dead body, 
The accused intended that Nina Sani should go unwept, unsung, and unheard. Sushil Sharma appealed the conviction in 2003, and the case was referred to the Delhi High Court for confirmation of the death sentence. The High Court upheld the death penalty, labeling the crime as a rarest of rare case, asserting that any lesser punishment would undermine justice and shock society. However, the Supreme Court later confirmed Sushil Sharma's murder conviction, but reduced his death sentence to life imprisonment. The court viewed the crime as stemming from strained personal relationships rather than a societal offense. On December 22, 2018, the Delhi High Court released Sharma, emphasizing his potential for rehabilitation, his elderly parents' need for his support, and the lack of substantial reasons from the Delhi police against his reintegration into society. Upon his release, Sushil Sharma reflected on his new beginning. I am starting a new life today. I must first perform my duty as a son. I have spent over 20 years in prison. If I can be of any help to Tihar, I would be happy to help the jail administration. I have no complaints against anyone. All the negativity in my life, that one second which cost me 23 years, has been washed away by the sweat inside prison. The Tandoor Murder, a book by Maxwell Pereira, narrates the true story of the infamous Tandoor murder case. Additionally, the Indian Hindi web series Tandoor, directed by Nivedita Basu, draws loose inspiration from the 1995 incident. It revolves around a married couple whose lives spiral into darkness when a friend becomes involved with a wife, leading to her tragic murder. The Tandoor case remains one of the most heinous and shocking crimes in Indian history. It serves as a grim reminder of how fragile love can be and the devastating consequences of broken trust. That's all for today. Thanks for watching.